Ladies and gentlemen, it is with Jesus' joy to welcome your father, my father, my pastor, your pastor, our shepherd. We honor him. Let's put our hands together and welcome pastor, pastor. We can do better. We can do better. We can do better. Lift it up. Lift it up. Lift it up. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Please raise your hands and let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your grace. Your grace is amazing. We love you, Jesus. We appreciate you from the bottom of our hearts for what you are doing in our lives. Take all the glory this morning, Father, in this service. And may your name be glorified. Mighty Holy Spirit, we wait on you. Minister to us in a way only you can. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a hand of praise. And you may be seated. Hallelujah. Are you blessed to be in the house of the Lord this morning? I tell you, it is a privilege to know God. It's even a better privilege to serve Him. Hallelujah. Now, I've got a few announcements that I just want to bring back to you again. The first one is that our banking details have changed. These are our new banking details. Amen? You remember we've changed the name, so at the bank as well, uh, since we use a new registration, so they couldn't continue with our previous banking details. They are still operational, but not for long. Very soon it will be stopped altogether. So please, you want to write these details somewhere, especially those of you that support our ministry through online payments of your tithes, please take this new uh, email um, banking details because, and I want to encourage you, it, it will take you about just five minutes to create this as your new beneficiary and to connect it. You can do it with your phone or your laptop, wherever, just so that you are in touch with us. Hallelujah. And the next announcement is that next week Sunday will be the installation of Pastor Mthebo as our branch pastor in Mokwasi. So, that, that is going to be something great. Amen? Pastor Mthebo and Sister Z will be the first pastors we install as... And you know, when I was in Mokwase today, the Lord just reminded me that next week will be exactly a year that we open that branch. And I didn't even know, I didn't know this. So next week, it will make one year that the branch was launched. And, and, and look, don't clap yet, and look that it is next week that he is going to be installed. As, that, that is the perfect timing of God. Now you can clap, now you can clap. Then my last uh, announcement is the launch of Rebecca, ABC Rebecca on the 23rd of this month. Hallelujah. We will be on the 23rd in Rebecca. Rebecca is just after Channing. That is where God has allowed us to land. Amen. So we will be there next week. I mean, two weeks from now. We are busy with the preparation and I hear it's going quite well. Yeah, so I'm excited about this. We will be going to Rebecca for a while to establish the work of God there. I'm excited about serving God. Amen? 
And the title of my message this morning is, Let's Build a Mega Church. Tell your neighbor, let's build. Let's build what? A mega church. If we're going to build it, we might as well make it mega. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 30 verse 19. And out of them shall proceed thanksgiving, and the voice of them that make merry. And I will multiply them. They shall not be few. And I will also glorify them, and they shall not be small. You shall not be small in Jesus' name. You shall not be few in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now, the focus that we have right now in our church, we are focusing on the fact that God promises us this is our year of multiplication. Amen. Amen. So the focus is this verse, Jeremiah 30 verse 19. And we've been going through it step by step to try to understand what God wants us to do. Praise the name of Jesus. Now you see there, it says, they, I will multiply them. And the result of that multiplication is that they shall not be few. Are you understanding that? So we see from that scripture that God doesn't want ABC Sun City to be few. God doesn't want ABC Robeka to be few. God doesn't want ABC Lidak to be few. God doesn't want ABC Patsima to be few. God doesn't want ABC Rastenberg to be few. God doesn't want any church for that matter to be few. It's not his will that we should be few. And he decided he's going to bring in a multiplication agent to cause us to multiply. To not be few. Praise God. And this is not your doing. It's God's doing. But he's going to use you to do this job. So I'd like to start by making you aware this morning that the best thing you can do with your life is to build a church. I repeat my statement. The best thing you can do with your life is to build a church. I landed in South Africa on the 23rd of August, 2005, 7 a.m. in the morning. I was welcomed by a brother. His name was Brother Felix. He was holding my name in a paper. I had two suitcases. I entered his car. We drove from the airport and we entered Mokwase. When we entered Mokwase, we turned to zone four. I had just arrived in South Africa and I saw a container 
a blue container. There was an old man on that container in the advertisement. He was wearing a bow tie just like mine. And he was smiling. And the statement underneath was, Yebo, yes. Do you remember that old man? That is the first advert I saw in this country. Yebo, yes. Then we drove from there and we entered the church. I was in the church. We are in 2020. The Yebo Yes container is gone. I've never seen the old man again, neither have you. The church is still in zone four, it hasn't moved. The best thing you can do with your life is to build the church. After I arrived to South Africa on the Sunday morning, I think it was about Tuesday, they decided to do a tour for me of Mokwasi and the areas around. So they took me to the complex. I saw people everywhere was big all kinds of shops Ellerings Webers what are the names of the shop you know them Jet sorry Five Run Shop Dance Pep You guys are better because democracy people didn't remember none, none of those shops as I was asking them this morning. You are, you are in Sun City, but you remember those shops very well. It's good. Recently, my wife and I were passing in the very same complex, I think last year. It was like a cemetery. Ellerings is gone. Jet is gone. FNB is gone. All the shops are closed. The church is still there. All the shops that were there in 2005, the only one that has survived is ShopRite. It's struggling. If you know Mokwase Complex, you know I'm speaking the truth. The church is still there. Long after these powerful shops have gone. If I were you, I will back the right horse. When you go for a race, they place many horses like this, just like you guys are sitting, like horses. And one person 
has to choose one horse. He said, this is the horse that's going to win. Do you understand that? You back a horse, you put your money behind the horse. If you back the wrong horse, you have lost your money. People are backing wrong horses all the time. They don't learn anything even after they've seen this thing with their own eyes. How many shops were there when you were born? How many are still there? How many? How many businesses were around? How many people were married when you were born? How many are still married today? Why can't you see that the only thing that will last is the church? Why can't you realize that you are backing a wrong horse? With all your time, all your money, everything. Why can't you see it? When I was a child, there was a church in my village. That church is still there today. It hasn't died. It, it hasn't closed. It's still there. If I go to my village, one of the things I'm sure I will find is that church. I might not find some of the houses, but I will find the church. You guys all know Church Street here in Lidak. That street that goes to Kalanyon. With all the churches that are in that street. Do you know how long that those churches have been there? Have they closed? I'm asking you, have they closed? Have they fallen down? Do you know how many businesses have closed? How many movements have stopped? The church is still standing. If I were you, I will back the right horse. The right horse. I'm not against you educating yourself. But backing education is backing a wrong horse. I'm not against you buying a house. But buying a house and not building the church, you are backing a wrong horse. You are backing a wrong horse. On Thursday, we went to bury a colleague of ours. I was asked to be there. You know, when we arrived, he stays here in Lida. When we arrived in his yard, I realized that this man worked hard. Do you understand? I saw his house. The whole house was tiled. The ceiling is nice. Everything in that house looks great. And I could feel this man has spent many years building this house. And they told us that he had worked for Sun City for 29 years. So he spent 29 years of his life building that house. Before he could enter the house to enjoy it, 
Because when we went to the house, there's no furniture, so he was still building it. Before he could enter the work he has done, he's dead. Killed by cancer. I wonder how many years were spent in building the house. Backing that horse. Putting money in that horse. And right now, right now, he is no more. And he has no guarantee the children will know what to do with the house. He has no guarantee the wife will take good care of the house. He has no guarantee. But that is the horse he was backing all his life. Which horse are you backing? How long will that horse last? I'm asking you. The best decision you can make for your life is to build the church. Those of you that take the church as something that belongs to a pastor, it belongs to somebody else, you are not interested in it. You are making one of the most fundamental mistakes of your life. You are backing all kinds of horses. Except, do you know that the Roman Catholic Church has been in Mokwasa? It will be soon, I think it will be soon be a hundred years that those people have been there in Mokwasa. That church has been standing there for almost a hundred years. How many businesses have lasted a hundred years in Mokwasa? The churches, the, the, missionary, the, the missionaries of Europe came to build in the Eastern Cape and all those, those churches are still standing today. Most of those churches are still strong. You go to those villages, you'll find the churches. You'll not find the people. You'll not find the houses that were built at the same time. And you are not learning anything. You are still not learning. You know the churches in your village. Have they fallen down? I'm asking you. Can't you see that those churches are still standing today? And that most of the things that were impressing you are gone. Which horse are you backing? Where are you investing your energy? How long will that thing last? That thing that has taken your whole being. That thing that has taken your whole attention. Is it your husband? Is it your wife? How long will they last? I'm asking you. How long will they last? How long will that whole thing last? The best decision you can make for your life is to build the church. Jesus says, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not overcome it. 
What that means is that there will be opposition against the church, but the opposition will never kill the church. Jesus never promised that the gates of hell will not overcome your business. He never promised that the gates of hell will never overcome your marriage. The only thing that has a lifetime guarantee that if you get involved in that thing, you will never lose your investment because Jesus has put a guarantee on that thing that this is what I'm building and this thing will never be destroyed. Is the church. The only thing that Jesus never promised you that if you build a school, the gates of hell will not come against the school. You can build a school and do many things, but one day the school will go down. Didn't we go to Rebecca the other day with Pastor Peter and we found a school that was built that is now abandoned? In, Lida, in Mokwase, there are schools that have been built and today nobody's going there. It's abandoned. It didn't last. It didn't last. But the church is still there. The church is still standing. The church is still moving ahead. The church is still growing. Why can't you understand that the church is the main thing you should be building? What action ever? What are you building? What are you building? Uh, you know, me, Pastor, me, I'm building my education. I want to educate myself. I don't want to be a stupid boy. I want to educate myself. There is nothing wrong with educating yourself. But if education is all that you are doing, you are backing a wrong horse. And me, Pastor, me, I, I, I like to get married. I like to have a family. I like to call my own children my children. You, you, it's not, there's nothing wrong with it. But if that is all you are backing with your life, you are backing a wrong horse. You are backing a wrong horse. I say you are backing a wrong horse. The Bible, the word of God, took 1,800 years to write it. How many books have come and gone? The Bible is still standing. Why can't you learn? How many books have come and we all said, this is the most important book in the world. And after just two months, the book is gone. How many songs were song of the year last year that are still song of the year this year? How many? How many of those songs that you sang three years ago and you are still singing today but you haven't stopped singing Dancing my soul Do you know how old is that song? Do you know how old is that? Do you know how old is the song? It is well Do you know how many years that song has been around? Amazing grace, how sweet this. Do you know how many years those songs have been around? These songs that you buy your money, you put your energy on, after a month, they are gone. You never hear about that song again. You are backing the wrong horse. You are backing the wrong horse with your time. You are backing the wrong horse with your money. You are backing the wrong horse with your energy. That is why you are spending your time on things that will not last a day. What are you building? I'm asking you. You are building a house. How many years will your house last? Let's talk. Now you tell me, because you are building a house. How many years will your house last? You are even struggling to finish building it. How much struggle will be to keep it standing when you are gone? Now that you are struggling to even finish building it. Why can't you see that the only thing to build 
that will last, that will outlive you, is the church. How can't you see that? People are spending their energy and their money into things that will never last. After a few years I was in South Africa, there's a woman that rose in this country. Her name was Mampelang. And she started a political party called Ahang. Some of you were not even born. You are looking at me funny. Because you, you don't even know the history of this country. How many of you remember that political party? Ahang. Yeah, some of you do remember it. The reason why some of you can't remember it because it didn't last a year. It didn't last a year. Am I communicating anything to you? <laughs> Do you know if 50 years from now we'll be saying there was a party called ANC? Listen, I'm not against us, uh, ANC members, please. Don't go and, and start talking. I'm not, you know, I support everybody. Let me ask you, you see, 50 years from now, what guarantee do you have that ANC will still be what it is today? How many times have you seen it throughout history? You are in power today, you are out tomorrow. So those of you who are backing political parties, that is where your energy goes, that is where your resources go, that is where your money goes, that is where your intelligence goes. How long will your political party last? I'm asking you. Because that is where you are committed. Those of you that are committed to funny relationships, how long will that relationship, I want, how many years will it last? Because you are investing everything in it. Your energy, your money, everything is going to that relationship. You are not investing anything in the kingdom of God. Let's rise and build a mega church. I say, let's rise and build a mega church. Let's rise, let's rise, let's rise and build a mega church. Stop wasting your energy, my friend. Stop wasting your money. There are many things when I was born, they were there. If I go to my country now, I even mention that people will be laughing at me. Because they are long gone. But I can trace back the church in my village today. It's still there. Hasn't gone anywhere. All the churches on Church Street in Lidak, they are there. You come and go, they are still there. Why can't you see that this is the right horse to back? This is the right horse. This is the right horse to back my energy on. And here you are, you are backing every horse except that horse. You don't pay your tithe. When we even talk about that, it's like we are, we, are, we are touching you in a place where you don't want to be touched. Your, your, your money is your money. How long will you be here? I'm asking you, how long are you going to be around? How long? How long? The money could be used to advance the kingdom of God. You are using it to advance the wrong horses. 
A question to you this morning as I'm closing. How long will that horse we are backing run? How many years? Before it's tired. Before it falls flat. Before it is buried. And the church will neglect it. That horse will still be running. Because Jesus is seeing to it. My church will never be overpowered. Don't you realize that is the only thing Jesus is backing? Not these things you are busy with. Don't you understand? And those of you that are working, doing the things of God, it's like, you, you, you are doing it, but you are not even sure. Please be sure from today. You are backing the right horse. Be sure from today. If you are working for God, never think to yourself that you are wasting your energy. You are backing the right horse. This is the right horse. This is the right horse. That horse doesn't look flashy, you know. When it starts running, it's like nothing is happening. But that is the horse that will still be running 50 years from now. When after your house of business has fallen down, your house, your house of ma uh, marriage has fallen down, your ho that horse of church will still be running. A hundred years from now, the church horse will still be running. Two hundred years from now, if Jesus doesn't return, the church will still be running. Many of the businesses you are working for would have closed. South Africa did not start with APSA. There were other banks before APSA. Are you aware of that? Yeah. Those banks are gone. Now it's APSA and FNB. How long will they last? They say when something is around, you think it will be there forever. So sometimes when it disappears, you don't even know where it went. Because it's easily replaced by the next one. The church is always there. If I were you, I will invest in the church. Yeah? I will invest in the church. Pastor, you are talking too much. Show me a scripture. Okay, let's go to the Bible. <laughs> I can hear your thoughts. Luke 7 verse 4. So they earnestly begged Jesus to help the man. These are people that are begging Jesus to help another person. And they are saying to him, if anyone deserves your help, he does. Like, this is the person that deserves your help, Jesus. If anyone deserves your help, he does. They said, why? Because he loves the Jewish people. And I'm asking you, who are the Jewish people? The people of God. The Jewish people is God's nation on earth. And anybody that has accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior is a Jewish person. Amen. Far better than those that are the descendants of Abraham, according to the Bible. He loves the people of God. He, this man deserves that you should help him. Why? He loves the people of God. He loves getting involved in the things of the kingdom of God. He's always involved. in. A, he's a Roman soldier. He's from Rome. But he loves the people of Israel. He loves them. But that is not all. And he even built a synagogue 
A synagogue is a church, a cathedral. One man built an entire church. One man. One man built an entire synagogue. If you want to understand what is a synagogue, I'm sure you have seen the, 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 the church of T.B. Joshua. He calls it the synagogue. See how big that thing is. One man builds it. He even built a synagogue for us. He deserves your help. Like, there are some people, God has to help them. He must help, he, he must help them. He must help them. He must help them. And there are some people who don't deserve God's help at all. Look at that scripture again. He deserves your help because he's always loving his wife. Is that what he says? He deserves your help because he's always taking care of his children. He deserves your help because he's always feeding the poor. He deserves your help because he's always looking for a job. Why must this guy receive the help of Jesus? I'm asking you why. He loves the people of God. He loves the church. And he has built it. He has built it. Do you love the church? <laughs> we must ask ourselves, where is my heart? What do I love? Do you love the church? Do you love the people of God? Are you excited? Around, or when you are around the people of God, you are depressed. Uh, like some of you, you're falling already asleep. But just after the service is over, you go out there, you are more than Chakazulu. You don't love the church. You don't love the people of God. You love Chakazulu people. Yeah. When you are around us, it's like we are annoying you. You are annoyed with the church. Church people. Are these church people, man? They're always asking for money. Are these, you don't love the church. You don't love the church. You don't, you're not interested. The church is wasting your time. And you are not building it because you don't tie it there. I see you tithing. Yes. Faithfully so. Yes. Let me refresh your mind a little bit. Last year, Iveco got broken. We needed 68,000 to fix it. Did I stand here and ask you for 68,000? No. Didn't you see Iveco come back after we spent 68,000? Do you know where the money came from? Did I ask you for the cent? No. 68,000. Where did that money come from to fix Iveco? A vehicle that I never entered to, to, to be driven anywhere. You are the one entering. 68,000 was needed. Did I ask one cent? 68,000. Let me give you numbers for you to understand. When we were buying the land in Patsima, did I, did I stand here and say, we want to buy land in Patsima, give us money? Did you even know we bought land there? Then we bought land in Rebecca. Cost a lot of money. Did I ask for a cent? 
We are getting ready to buy land here in Patsima. Did I ask them say, give us money to go and buy land? Where do you think the money is coming from? When you are withholding your tithe, you are stopping the kingdom of God and you will answer for it. You will. You will. I promise you, you will. Yeah, you will. Because it is the tithe the people are giving that we are able, the man we wanted to buy the land from him in Patsima, he has raised the money higher and we can't buy now. And just sooner, a person will go to him with the money from a tavern. He will say, take this money. And then the person will open a tavern in the place where we're supposed to have the church. Yes, and because the people are not giving what they should give. They are holding it. They are building their own little kingdoms. And we find obstacles, we can't move. And another man will come with his kingdom and he will get it and he will bring the kingdom of the devil there. Because people don't want, they, when you talk about that thing, you are, you are touching sensitive things in them. You know, hey, hey, hey. Which horse are you backing? Which horse? I'm glad I'm backing God's horse with everything within me. Even if I look stupid. Even if I look like I'm, I don't know where I'm going. Let's see at the end. Laugh well. Who will laugh at the end? Yeah. Today, you are keeping your tight. I'm not saying you. Somebody. They are keeping it for their own horse. But at the end of the day, we will see which horse will reach the finish line. We will see. We will see. We will see. You should read the book of Rejoiner about the final quest. The first man Rejoiner made when he went to heaven, the first person, was a Christian he knew when he was here on earth. And the Christian says to him, you know, if I knew now, if I knew then what I know now, I was never going to live my life the way I lived it when I was on earth. Yeah. He says, when I came here, then I realized what was important. And I wasted my life on earth. I wasted my whole life. If I knew then what I know now, because here I can see clearly, I can see there is hell, I can see this is heaven, I can see the difference, and now it is too late to go back and change anything. I have, I have wasted my whole life. I wish I had listened when I was told what is important. I wish I, was, I could listen. I wish I could do better. I wish I could build the rat, I could back the rat horse. I spent my whole life backing a horse that is going nowhere. How stupid can it be? You are putting all your money on the horse. When they say go, the horse is not moving. That is how some people will be on that day. Like they have backed the wrong horse. Now they go to heaven and their horse hasn't moved one step. I am not an irresponsible man. I love my wife. I love my children. I try to give them the best I can give them. But listen to me. I give equally my best to the living God who sent his son to die on the cross for me. I do that as well. I do that. I'm not just backing in this house and leaving the other one. My last scripture to you is not only not find it. Luke chapter 10 verse 41 and 42. Luke chapter 10, 
verse 41. Are you still enjoying the preaching? Luke 10, 41. But the Lord said, to give it to me in the New King James Version. And Jesus answered and said to her, Mother, Mother, you are worried and troubled about many things. School fees, house, husband, wife, you are concerned about so many things. You are trying to back so many horses. You are troubled and you are worried about many things. But one thing, one, one thing is needed. One thing, the NLT says, one thing is necessary. And Mary has chosen that good part. Thank God for Mary. I said, thank God for Mary. Mary chose the right horse. She chose the right horse. Mary has, it's a personal choice you are making every day. Mary has chosen that good part which will not be taken away from her. You are choosing so many things. You are worried. You are all over the place. Mary has focused her concern only on Jesus. Jesus comes and sits down and Mary comes and sits next to Jesus. And who, what is Jesus doing? Jesus is building his church. That is what Jesus is busy doing now. So if you are with Jesus, you will be building the church. That is what he's doing. You will be involved in things that are building the church. Inviting people, visiting people, calling people. You will be involved in things that are building the church. The church is not just four walls. When you come here tomorrow, you will find sometimes students here. This place becomes a classroom. This is not the church. The church is the person sitting next to you. The person is the person, the church is the person you left at home. That's the church. That's the church. And that's the right horse to back, my friend. That's the right horse to back. Anything else you are doing, you might, it might look like you are doing something. But when it's all said and done, you will realize you backed the wrong horse. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Back the wrong horse. May you not back the wrong horse. May you not back the wrong horse. I pray. You see, my messages these days, I'm actually not talking to everybody. There are few people I'm talking to that long after I'm no more, my words will still be resounding in their heads. Yeah. They are the ones I'm talking to. The people that will understand the eternal implications of their current actions. Those are the people I'm talking to. You are not wise until you live with eternity in mind. You are not wise. Until a sense of eternity enters your mind. If you are only living for earth, you are not wise. Because just now you're going to leave earth. And you're going to enter eternity. And when you enter eternity, 
We will now see what you did on earth. How is it resounding in eternity? What can you transfer to the other side? I'm ending by telling you the story of a man who was told, on this trip you are going, we don't take anything except grapes. You cannot go in that place with anything except grapes. Except what? Grapes. grapes. Ah, they must say, yeah, how, can I, how can I go on an entire journey just with grapes? I'm sick. Look at the big car I have and I'm going to just put a few grapes inside. No, 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 no. I cannot spend all my money only on grapes. I'm going to buy apples. I'm going to buy purples. I mean, me, I like oranges. I'm going to buy a lot of oranges. Yeah, but just to make it look okay, I'm also going to buy a few grapes, just so that they see I also bought some grapes. Yeah, but I can't go on such a long journey only with grapes. Who can live only on grapes? He bought bread. He bought all kinds of things. He filled his car with a lot of stuff. And just put a few grapes there, just so that if they ask, oh, okay, and we say, okay, where are the grapes? And here are the grapes. He drove. He arrives at the border where he now has to be allowed in for him to start his journey. Sir, can we check your car? Oh, yes, 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 definitely. Opens the car. Oh, didn't you receive our notice? Which notice? Didn't you hear that you can only go with grapes? Oh, yeah, I did hear that. I told you guys I joking. I mean, how can you go on such a long journey? Only with, I mean, you, you, I'm sure you were just saying it so that you can. I mean, I mean, you, 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 were not, I mean you were not really meaning it. I mean, how can you? I mean, you, I mean let's talk. I mean, I mean how, how can you say just grapes? I mean, where? How? I mean, what do you mean? And they say, what we mean, sir, is that you can't pass through this gate with anything except grapes. I said, say, what am I going to do with all these things? I mean, look at all the things I bought. Say, We're going to leave all of them here. The only thing you're going to enter with is grapes. So where are the grapes? <laughs> you guys don't understand, huh? You don't understand. The thing is, me, I like oranges, you see? So I bought a lot of oranges. And I don't like grapes. So I just bought a few grapes. And you can't let me go only with a few grapes. No, sir, the choice is yours. You were told we only need grapes. You decided to invest your money on everything else except what we requested. So right now, you have to leave everything. And then it dawned to the man, if only I had put all this money on the grapes, I was going to be a happy man now. If I had put the money I invested on the oranges, on the grapes. If I had put the money I invested on the, the, the purpose, on the grapes. I took all the money and I threw it on everything. And the main thing they asked me for, I just put a few 50 rents there. Now I'm at the gate and the only thing that can go through is grapes. And I'm stuck. And I see how the angels enter my, my boot. They took everything out. 
throwing them away. Take your car, throw away. Take your house, throw away. You can't enter with it. Take your, your nice shoes you bought. You spend so many money on that. They take your shoes, they throw away. You can't enter with the shoes. And they take your jewelry. You know your new iPhone. You bought iPhone 11. It's just nice. And now, and you can't enter with iPhone 11. They take your iPhone 11 and they throw away. You say, do, do you realize what you're throwing away? It's an iPhone 11. You can't enter with it. Take your nice Peruvian wig that you just bought. Throw away. Take your boyfriend. Throw away. That man, you invested all your life. You gave him your life. You gave him your life. You gave her your life. And the angels say, no, it can't enter. It's not grapes. You made him a boyfriend, but you didn't make him a heaven friend. So he can't, get, he can't enter. Where are the grapes? Ask your neighbor, where are your grapes? Those of you who think that you will enter to heaven with anything you want, you are making one of the most fundamental mistakes of your life. Today I'm talking like this, and it's like I'm joking. Tomorrow you will wish you had listened to me. You will wish. You will wish that this was not just a talk. Because if I show you my notes, this is not what I prepared to talk about. All my notes are there. You can go and check in the computer. This is not what I was about to talk to you about. This is a message God gave me today today to say to you mind the grapes back the rad horse and when you are back in the rad horse don't look like don't make it look like you are wasting your time you are doing the right thing time will show time will show i'm challenging everybody that is listening to me today let's build a mega church Take your money, invest it in the church. Take your intelligence, invest it in the church. Take your resources, invest them in the church. When you stand before God one day, you know, I was with my son, we, we met a man during the week that we're doing a negotiation with. And I said to this man, why are you making things so difficult for us? We are trying to get a piece of land from you. To build the church, you are making it so difficult. Every day you are changing the amount of money. Why are you making it so hard? I ask him, do you know how many of your friends are dead right now? He says, Pastor, many of them have died. Many. I said to him, what difference is there between you and them? Are you different from them in any way? No, pastor. Why are you still alive? Why? Have you asked yourself, why am I still alive? What is different between me and the person that died yesterday? Why am I still here? And I said to him, here we are trying to get a piece of land from you to build a church and you are making it so hard. Yet you are using so many lands to build taverns where young people are going straight to hell. You are helping people die. Why can't you help some live? You are the reason 
many young people have lost their identity. You. And one day, you're going to stand before God. And he's going to ask you, the money I gave you, the lands I gave you, what did you do? And then you will say, that one I built the tavern. The other one I built the tavern. That one I built the tavern. That one. So you, pollu you polluted the whole land with taverns. That's what your story is going to be in heaven. The man who polluted the whole land with taverns. He became afraid. He became very afraid. He says to me, Pastor, there is another one that I've been telling you. Go check it. You can have it. How about you stand before God and say, Lord, I made a mistake. I, I built a tavern there. I built a tavern there. But there at least I built a church. I helped to build the church over there. People are entering heaven because of that thing I planted there. How about you become like this man that we just read about who built an entire church and gave it to the people of God? Where I'm coming from, people built an entire church. Not that we all come together. He will pick a land, build a church, give it to the church. Fully. It happens. But why is that surprising to you? Don't you build an entire house by yourself? Foundation to, to roof. All by yourself. And some of your houses could be a church. So you can build a, full, a whole church. If you want. Is that your heart is not in it. That's the problem. Your heart is not in it. If your heart is in it, you can build the whole thing. My son, stand up. This young man. I've been talking these things. We need land to build a church. He didn't just hear my, word, my words. He decided to act. Went in the community, started running around, looking. And today, by God's grace, because of him, we are totally established in Lidak because of this young man. A young man. Just a young man. God can use a young man to establish the church. And all the people are in the church. When they walk out of here, all they think about the bills. All they think about is this. All they think about is that. They don't think about the church. They don't think about the church. And even younger ones. What is the last thing you think about before you sleep? And what is the first thing you think about when you wake up? Is it God? Is it the church? Does the church even come anywhere close? Who are you building? What are you building? How long will that thing last? I'm asking you. Can't you see how these things rise and fall? And can't you see how the only thing that has made it through time is the church? No matter the opposition, Jesus promised Satan will never take this one down. Never. If I were you, I would go exactly where Jesus has put his back up. And that is where I will invest my time. That is where I will invest my money. That is where I will invest my energy. Because whatever you do for the church will be here forever. Because Jesus is seeing to it that the gates of hell will never prevail against his church. Never. Praise the name of Jesus.
So I'm challenging this church. <laughs> Let's build. Let's build a church. Get involved in the building of the church. Hey, Pastor, I don't know what to do. You see, we're talking about building the church. How come you know what to do when you have to go for a party? How come you know what to do? You don't need any class. You know exactly what to do when you are going for a party. How come when you have to come to church, we have to wake you up? But when you are going to the party, you wake up people. Why? Why are you like that? Why is it that you can pull people everywhere, but you can come to church, and you always come to church alone? How is it that it's so hard for you to build the only thing that will stay? Your energy is going to funny things. Your money is going on data for pornography. That's where your money is going. Funny businesses that never go anywhere. You inject money, you inject money, and then the thing doesn't work, then you move on. You're just injecting money everywhere, and you don't understand. The only thing where your money should go is the thing that will be here for a long time. Yeah. You know, when we finish building that, those churches that we are buying lands for, and my time comes to leave this world, I will be happy. I'll be very happy. And every church that we built, I'm going to place a curse on it. Yes. And the curse will be that whoever, after we are gone, whoever will take this church and turn it into a nightclub, take this church and turn it into a gym, may they and their family die. When, I, when we build those churches, the case will be that whoever will come and take this building and turn it into anything else except for the church, may he and his family be cursed. You think I'm joking? These people that go around turning churches into nightclubs, the cases, whoever, when we finish building it, will place a case. Whoever will ever come to buy this building, to turn it into whatever, except for the church, he and his children are dead. Joshua placed a curse on Jericho. He said, whoever will rebuild Jericho, his firstborn will die. After God gave him victory to take down the walls of Jericho, he says, whoever will build Jericho again, his first son will die. And after a few years, a funny man came. He didn't mind the curse. He built the walls of Jericho and the curse worked on him. And we're going to place a blessing on that church. And the blessing is going to be whoever will help sustain the work of God in this church. May he and his family be blessed forever and ever and ever. Those are the two things we'll, we'll place a blessing and a curse on every building of ABC we'll have on this land. Any pastor of man that will take those churches and want to make them their church, I will place another case on, on those ones. Yes, please. I tell you, I'm not joking. 
I respect the people's little money that they are giving every Sunday. Some people don't have it. They give that little thing. It helps us to get a small land. And then you want to come and do jokes? Won't happen. Won't happen. Long after I'm gone, those things will be the protection. Do you understand? I cannot say I ran to police you, but I will leave curses and blessings. And those things will police the whole thing. You try it, you will see. I'm telling you. Are you listening to me? I will protect the lost property with curses and blessings. Bishop, that place a curse in, in Anakazo. Anakazo University, he plays a curse. Whoever will come and take this building and turn it into a secular association. Like you don't want it to be a university for God. You want it to be a university for technology. He says whoever will do that, he will be cursed and his family will be cursed. So I learned my lesson. So if we are trying to build a small church here, then where now you want to come after we are gone, you take it to do your own thing. The curse will work. It will work. You will be afraid. We'll put it right on the marble somewhere there. So you will see it. You will see it. Amen. Is it a good idea? I'm asking, is it a good idea? It's a fantastic idea. I will do it. Even if you don't agree, I will do it. I will do it. Because I know that's how we will sustain the work of God on earth. One day you will be in heaven, my brother. And that little church you have built, from time to time, Jesus will say, come. Look at that little thing you were doing. Look, look how many people came today. Look how many people got saved today in that little thing you were doing in that place. Look at how many of them will enter here because of that small building you guys placed there. Very soon, I'll be asking for contributions to help us build the cathedral. If you like, contribute. If you like, don't contribute. With or without you, God will build the church. It will be built. You will come for the dedication. It will be built. I promise you. It's just a blessing for you to be a part of it. And you become a part of it with your little offering. That's how we are able to buy this land without asking you for nothing. Because we don't take your little offering for ourselves. Anything you give us, anything God lays on your heart to give, we take it and we use it for the house of God. Fully. Fully. I don't take one cent from it. It is used for his kingdom. That's how this little church you see with small children has bought three lands already. Three. This small church with small children. It is small children but a big God inside us. A big God. This small church with small children bought an entire 23-seater Iveco. These small children were going around getting donations, selling... Uh, Muffins. And we bought an entire Iveco. Taxi drivers too jealous. Stopping us. By the way, we want to sell Iveco. If you know somebody who's interested, help us. We want to sell it to help us with other projects. If you know somebody who wants to buy, just look around, make calls, let's sell it. It will not be grounded. We'll move. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Are you with me? Are we building a mega church? Are we going to rise on your feet? Everybody rise on your feet. I'm asking you, are you interested in building a mega church?